we're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. You are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario. And I am your host, uh, Foul Mouth Jerk, Palio Iglesias, MC Onion the Rap Scallion, Matthew McConaughey-Wood, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. With me, as usual, is Silvery Plath, Alicia Silverstone, Delta 8 Burke, Woko Ono, Yoni Berra, and, uh... The man we cannot do without, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Hey. Adam Strange, Toot Willis, Infidel Castro. Um, yeah, we can, I'm just going to start with the fun stuff, even though, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot. Um, but what I enjoyed was reading that, I mean, not that this is a terribly big surprise, but it's fun that, uh... The Cyber Ninjas finally got forced to uh, turn over their results of the quote-unquote election edit in Arizona. It looks like Joe Biden got a few more votes than they thought More than they thought. So Trump not only lost, but by even their corrupt recounting of the entire situation, uh, what they proved is that Trump lost by even more than was counted. And crazily... Even in Maricopa fucking county. That's insane. You guys know Maricopa, right? It's where fucking Joe Arpaio is from. It's like the the beating heart of anti-immigration, racist you know, shit. And also that, you know, Trump pardoned Arpaio well, my, after my, he had been convicted. My first thought about the, the whole idea of auditing is that like last year, last year, couple whatever, last election cycle, there was a guy in North Carolina that turned out that he was harvesting fake Republican votes. Right. And then, you know, they had to call that election off and have a whole new election Mm -hmm. because Republicans cheat like motherfuckers. And I don't know if they just don't think they do, but when they're out here like, hey, we're going to have to do an audit, I'm like, you might not want to look into Republican counties. There was like decades ago, Michael Moore had a movie where he was running a ficus plant for for office. Remember that? And he goes into an office and he's like, hey, how you doing? How many votes has my ficus tree got tonight? And she was like, we're not counting those. He was like, why? This is a legal election. I went through every legal step to get this ficus plant mm-hmm. onto the ballot. It's on the ballot. Its votes are constitutionally protected. She's like, yeah, it's a tree. I'm throwing those votes out. And he was just like, That's, this is the Constitution. You're, you know, you're committing a felony, mm-hmm. and you're telling me you're doing it. She's like, yeah, I'm in charge here. You know? So like, any small office where there's like a Republican running that county for the last 20 years, and they get left votes, and they don't give a fuck. They're going to throw them away. And like when they do deep dives into states that have been winning full Republican for a long time, mm-hmm. they're going to find shit they don't want to see. Texas today. They don't get scared announced. of audits either. Yeah, but, but they should. Is what I'm, I'm saying. Like, they're, they're only going to hurt. getting away with everything. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's part of privilege is being like, wait a second. What do you mean I did not win? Recount the votes. And like, oh, wait. You know, right, I, everything that's not me winning is cheating. But Texas just announced they're doing a full recount. Oh, I know. Where but... where Texas, even all the officials across the state were like, what? What are you talking about? No, we're not. They don't even have a secretary of state right now, which apparently they should, but they don't have one. That's the person who says, okay, we're going to do a recount. Right. But the, so the but, governor is calling it even though it's— Right, but you know why. Count. 
Because he does what Trump tells him to do. Right. He's a fucking but, idiot. But not only that, because he's giving Matthew McConaughey his job. This is. Oh, I heard about that. But hold on. We'll get into that. Um, because I'm McConaughey. All right. All right. You know, but um, all right. no, it's just it's on its face. It's hilarious and bizarre. But when, when you really look into it, it kind of makes sense in a way. But like there are a few people that could possibly be to the right of Governor Abbott in Texas. And, uh, you know, Trump doesn't get to tweet like he used to. And so therefore it doesn't really get the like following and the to gin up the base like he used yeah. to. But, you know, he's like, oh, I want to recount here and there and another place. And it's like, but he's demanding an audit or, you know, really a post recount, you know, in, in a state that he won by like five or more points. You know what I mean? So like, why are you demanding an audit in a place that you fucking oh, yeah. won? And not only that, but like Abbott is down with the whole like eliminating abortion thing. Like he's down with the most hardcore right wing shit that you could. And in the same way that like they have uh, gone against Liz Cheney, who is far more, if you look at her voting record, far more to the right of yeah. all these fucking kooks. It's just that she's not going along with this one lie. And so both of those things seem really counterintuitive if you are interested in actual wins and losses or really right or left, which to me is are both bullshit stances anyway. But... um the whole mirage of how our system works but what's like really kind of a bit scary about the whole shit is that that's not the point of whether who won or who lost it's about like if you just go in there and keep editing thing or auditing excuse me auditing these uh different elections and questioning the results and just muddying the waters there the idea and the point is not who won or who lost this it's to call into question the entire process but of democracy which is not a process i have a ton of faith in but either that, that leads but that only leads to one place because yeah, like straight up authoritarianism the it only and that's what he wants it only works for one side so like basically if you do that like what they're doing is making people not trust the vote anymore yes but only one side of the vote it's not going to make republicans vote more if they think their vote doesn't count absolutely it's going to make democrats vote more because <sighs> and so therefore democrats will win more and republicans will lose power so the only thing they can be doing this for is an armed insurrection absolutely and that's it. They can be like, hey, remember that last vote where we didn't win anymore? Yep. Well, that wasn't a real vote. Let's kill them and then have another vote. And that's the only right. use and, of and the results that they instigated into happening yeah. are what are what then become the proof of they're like, oh, well, see, it's fake. The minute we started calling it fake, they won everything. Uh, you know South, what I mean? The and South has to see that they had more power during the Civil War than they do now. How do, you, how, do you, how do you mean? They had more they money than the country? North and more people. And right you now, pre-Civil War, if they wanted to have another Civil War, they couldn't. They couldn't withstand the force of the United States Army. But I mean, I don't right. But I don't even think that's a real thing that happens. I think that. No, I'm just saying it, that armed insurrection would not end well for conservatives. Right, but I don't think that really. Are, I don't think I think it's it's more like uh, the threat of armed insurrection is the goal here because I think anyway, and you know, 
Now, Smokey, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but uh, from here it looks like you're taking a shit. And uh, that's that's kind of my point, is that I think that the hope is they gin these motherfuckers up to uh, let like have Trump run for one last time and if he gets in there and no one has been punished up until this point and that's a really big point of fascism how many times have we talked about on this show the beer hall putsch you know what I mean like Hitler didn't take over when he tried to stage a coup after he tried to stage the coup and went to prison he comes out and gets elected into office and then he starts the whole fucking strongman fascist power grab thing you know what i mean uh after a failed unpunished really for the most part power grab you know and no one has really been punished and granted they're doing this whole like uh what is the the subcommittee on one six or whatever the fuck they're calling it and then like i was looking at articles all week about like oh this think tank says that trump could be charged with all of these crimes for fucking uh, the election interference in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, also in Michigan. And also, like, there is a litany of crimes that him and so many of the administration committed out in the open that so far, even the people that have been charged it was during his administration so they were all fucking let off the hook you know pardoned or whatever but the point is to muddy the waters until he gets to run again like if he is not charged and at least convicted for enough to not let him run for office this shit probably works in my opinion I mean you know I don't be the harbinger of doom well I would say None of that is affected by if an audit was to happen or not. You know, like, if the audits didn't happen, the Trump people would still be out there grumbling for Trump. I don't think it's going to win them any new fans or lose them any old ones. It just keeps it in the in the paper. But so far, the Cyber Ninja one hasn't done anything good for them. It just keeps, like, the song and dance going and keeps mm-hmm. people kind of getting their thing back up, you know, and mm-hmm. making it seem like this is still something that's like relevant and going on just keeping you distracted from anything that's actually going on that's exactly it i just um like don't get me wrong i think that there is uh a ton of merit in uh what you were saying adam strange about like nothing is going to change the hardcore mega crowd's mind um about like oh because this shit isn't really about facts anyway it's about how they feel about whatever and how they want the country to be they want it to be back on you know how it was even though it, the hilarious part about that is that it never really benefited them anyway they were all fucking broke as fuck you anyway. can't go home yeah there, and, there is no make it great again and it, even that, home that great is was over. like y- y- your relatives strung out on opioids you're working shit jobs at the fucking dollar store and the fucking coal mines and shit like it's not and just the, you weren't you weren't doing well anyway and the worst part is that and i'll say this happens on the environmental left too but like that it's just fucking con men stoking your fucking fears and angers for their own power and benefit it's not like trump gives a flying fuck about making bringing any jobs to the rust belt per se there are no jobs happened in west virginia when he was in there like nothing and that's that's the main problem it's like same with like i say the environmental left can be like give us money and they're not going to fucking get the plastic out of the ocean you know 
No, there's there's tons of problems I have on the left with this, but the 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 point that I am just driving home is that the you are correct that the hardcore mega crowd is not going to change their mind about anything but also silver you are correct in the sense that like it's not about that it's about keeping it in the public discourse because the more you mention anything i mean like if the like all of us are old enough to remember when fox news was barely even mentioned or a blip on the radar but then we watched during the Bush administration things that everyone knew were outright lies and that they just repeated enough times till it became just the common part of the discourse. You know what I mean? So like all they have to do is be like, oh, this audit, that audit. Oh, it's, it's all being called into question. You know what I mean? That's why the whole thing with uh, the first Trump impeachment was about not getting Ukraine to fucking actually open investigation into the biden family it was just, just say, say it yeah. just say that there's an investigation you know what i mean that's and a big part of shorting stocks they fucking put out a fake report about an investigation absolutely People lose fucking faith but i just like the thing about but in texas you mm-hmm. know like that's just weird and i know I, I just think texas is the only one that would do it you know like he tried it in florida and he was like no you know we're not doing that I'm trying to embezzle this money to myself, not spend it on goddamn recounts. Yeah, and you're, yeah, you're. In Texas, you're, he was like, fuck it. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's going to take my job anyways. Might as well fucking go out swinging. No, and that's, that's, a, okay, so that's a funny thing. And let's get into the McConaughey thing. Is McConaughey actually talking about running for governor? He is still considering it. His last answer was, it's not out of the question, and I'm still thinking about it. And the last one was, there was a poll run. You win hands down against anybody. But that, um, Abbott would, was neck and neck with, unnamed Democrat and Beto named Democrat wins like Beto O'Rourke right now could beat Abbott they think you know with with polling in Texas well in this okay so liberals in Texas are more pissed right now than they have ever 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 been but there's not enough of them right but also okay but there's more no then we think the best best part of this is um what was it Rick what was his name the the one that had the ranch that had the n-word in its name Rick Perry. Oh, yeah, Rick, Rick Perry, Perry, yeah. When he was governor, he put all these signs up all over California that were like, hey, you got a big tech for- firm? Mm-hmm. We're not going to charge you taxes in Texas. You should move your whole company to Texas. So like 30 of them did, mm-hmm. such as Uber. Right. When Uber did that, they didn't just go there and hire a bunch of Texans. They got a bunch of liberal Californians and were like, hey, well, you, you want to move to Texas? So That's like all of these tech companies where like 20 of them all came out the day after the abortion ruling and were like, hey, we will pay for your, you know, like. Yeah. Every tech company in Texas basically was like, "We're not down um, over here." Look, and they they were they didn't they weren't fighting it beforehand. So they'll pay but, the fine if if someone gets but, convicted. But of the, the well, the the I don't even know the dating so company Bumble or whatever mm-hmm. is one that and they own like Match.com, they own Grinder, and they own like seven <laughs> they own like seven or eight Grinders dating companies based in Texas. That's amazing. But they um they said <laughs> that they would pay for any employees anything like you know any cost. Oh, that just they their get own sued, employees. Ten thousand for you if you get it, and then um. Uber said that if any other, and whatever the other one, Lyft said any of their drivers get in trouble, they'll pay the full legal cost and So now and the fees. first people being sued, though, actually trying to use the law to sue someone, they're suing the doctors. Yeah. But then there's another one. Wow, I forgot what it was. But how would they even find out who the fucking doctor who it's performed a, the abortions? And it's actually people from out of state that are suing, so I didn't get 
any more information about it. I just read. I just started I to read about it. I Wait, is that even possible for you to be someone who, say, lives in Virginia yes. who calls and is like, I think this doctor performed an abortion yeah, and I want to. Illinois just called and made like a random allegation. I mean, I'm sure that there was accuracy, whether they were literally there or it was their child or it was you know what i mean i don't know the, the like they had to have some kind have, of factual basis yeah like how are you gonna you're not taking that to court you're not gonna sue people with nothing to you know illinois made a law mm. because we just passed a new law and it was like the trans state access it was basically texas when it spelled out mm. and it was that no one can be extradited from illinois because of being wanted for a civil case in Texas. Like, it was basically written at that law that you can't pull somebody from Illinois if they had an abortion there or something. You can't have any of their, like, if you get, if any of their abortion clinic gets subpoenaed from Texas, they can't have any records. And that a person there can somehow counter sue a person suing them from Texas for suing them for getting an abortion. They basically wrote a law that 100% aimed at the Texas law to protect anybody that flees Texas to there. Okay, this doesn't make me feel better, though, because it's honestly the uh, reproductive rights version of the fugitive state, uh, fugitive slave law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Because It wasn't designed to make you feel better. Right, but... Uh, yeah, right, but uh, not me, particularly, but it is... Illinois is combating what's happening in Texas with that law, but uh, and yeah, it's pronounced without the S. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. It's such a serious topic. Uh, but but, uh, but, it, but sure it's not it's, a serious show. I think when you have two L's though, you make the Y sound. Okay, so it's Illinois. <laughs> All right, can we compromise? Illinois. It's Illinois. You see, Illinois. All right, so the Illinois law is um, just I don't know. To my mind. You know, I'm I'm not a historical scholar, uh, but I'll take a look. Is just like, you know how revisionist, you know, daughters of the Confederacy thing, like pro- proponents of uh, the what do they call that? The, the fucking uh, the Lost Cause, which is the you know the rewriting of the, how and why the Civil War happened. They say, oh well, the uh, the Civil War was about states' rights, and they pretend that this. Confederacy was fighting for individual states' rights against federal tyranny. Uh, And it was about states' rights to a certain degree, but in the opposite direction because before they became the Confederacy, the slaveholding states got a federal mandate called the uh, Fugitive Slave Act. And it it, it said, as I think all of us here know, so I'm really speaking to our dumb dumb listeners listen dumb dumb is but uh is just to say that um you know that if it it was a slave escaped from a slave state and made it to a non-slave state then not only were you know they allowed to go the southerners allowed to go get that human and abduct them back into slavery but that uh, law enforcement and other people had to even just private citizens had to acquiesce and help with that process and uh, states like I believe it was like New York Massachusetts and I don't know it was like three northern states that were like yeah we're not gonna do that and so that kind of helped move the ball forward on what becomes the snowballing into the Civil War. And well, the idea that your state, say if your state's Massachusetts, right. and your state rights are that that is a free human being now. Right. Once you cross my state lines, my state rights say you're free. Right. 
that should have the South should have been cool with that. They should have been like if well, they were about states' rights. You know, we are already getting all this free fucking labor and all this fucking money. We should have been cool with. Yep. Well, I guess fucking juris, you know, like jurisdiction's jurisdiction. It's mm-hmm. like you know, like if somebody crosses state lines, that's oops. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. That's and that's just, it's it's just that's the thing. That's pretty much Republican freedom right now. It's like I want the freedom. To be able to tell you to do whatever the fuck I say, yeah, to and, take away know, to take away your freedom. Yeah, it's almost like politics have hypocrisy. Just like, oh my god, it's like inherently we, an aspect of them. I just I can't believe it, right? It's like my mind is blown right now. But yeah, just the uh, but uh, but that's what it reminds me of. It's like you know revisionist historians being like this was about states' rights, and it was like yeah, you not accepting the fact that Massachusetts had the states' rights to not return people out of freedom into bondage and so it's just like but this state- illinois but this illinois law is really kind of to me reflective of that and that's why i was you know saying that it doesn't comfort me to like it's yes i think it's really good that illinois is taking that stance but this is eh, not the exact stance but pretty close to the stance of like massachusetts being like yeah we're not gonna obey the fucking Fugitive slave now, act. Apparently, you know? one of the first people that are suing the um through the Texas thing, mm-hmm. the, I know that whoever it is, the the right to life people that put it, the the site together were pissed because somebody applied to sue in order to lose the case to prove that the law is flawed. Right. I don't know who it is, but it's somebody from another state that's like part of the ACLU that's mm-hmm. suing the one doctor that came out and was like, "Hey, everybody, I did an abortion." Oh, is that what it you is? You remember that? Here it is. Here's the day. I got video. I did it, and I'm being sued by these people. Got and, it. And it's, but apparently, like, 30 other people all jumped on and are trying to sue, but since they got it in first because they worked with the doctor, but that's not, I mean, there's, like, 20 other cases, but that site's not up right now because it can't Wait, stay Wait, you up. mean the, the site where you report? Yeah, like, first, GoDaddy, who is, like, if I don't remember... Anybody that knows what the term GoDaddy, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. they think, oh, you mean those commercials with titties? That's mm-hmm. it. Like it, For five to ten years, all they did was like, oh, it's a football game? Well, let's get somebody with big titties and a GoDaddy Absolutely. t-shirt. And all they did was they have websites. You want a website? You go to GoDaddy. You give them ten bucks a year. Well, it's, a, a month it's, a, now, it's a hosting. It's a hosting service. Yeah. They um, kicked them off. They were like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're not going to have you snitching on people on our, our servers. And they broke contract it's... and are getting sued. But they, they Wait, GoDaddy's getting sued yep. by the state of Texas? By, no, by the righttolife.com, whatever it is. It's not Texas that's running the website. It's not a government official. It's uh, a fucking uh, right, nonprofit. Right, because that's how they're getting away with they're what getting they're around doing, it all. Right. And um, so then they went to Epic with E-P-I-K, some kind of weird server for all the right-wing groups for every okay. every right-wing website is mostly on them. Like and Parlay? So, or? And a not, yeah, they are on there too. Anonymous hacked them <laughs> entirely because of this and released all of the info, like every back message, every email between right-wing groups. And I mean the whole server. It'll take people three months to go through the info they dumped. When did like, that happen? A week ago, a week or two ago. You love to see it. But, you but just they, love to see it. Uh, but while in there, they, they totally disabled the um, snitching abortion site as well so that's gone again and like basically that site has just been looking for a host and can't keep one and they know right now like 10 different groups came out and were like if you host them we will fuck your entire system not just them wait anonymous has been saying yeah. this yeah and, and anonymous I'm, I'm like, i love also anonymous what i love to see nothing. is anonymous getting back in the game though and like. anonymous means nothing now like nowadays it just means there's a hacker and it's not going to use his real fucking yeah, handle yeah, or his hack handle isn't going to be used in this right but that's, say anonymous that's it means all it was nothing supposed to mean in the first place yeah, as far totally. as i know i mean totally. i'm not in the community as far as you know <laughs> no. 
Nah, you know what my handle is. It's Poonani DeFranco. At me, yo. <laughs> the anonymous have been I'm gone. Like, sure they, they sat the whole Trump presidency out, you know? Like, there was no anonymous dump on Proud anything. Like, they, they knew they somebody in hacking had to know the Proud Boys were snitches. At my job. You know, but, no, nobody said that, hey, the Proud Boy leader's a snitch. We hacked. You know, like, that, there hasn't been any hackers mm-hmm. doing big dumps for, you know, like... Not even like boob dumps, like the what was it, the flap the fapping fapping. Like there hasn't been anything like like and I don't know if the State Department has stepped up their cybersecurity division, but you know, hackers have not been as pronounced as right, they were. Right, but nobody a had ago. to fucking out the the higher ups of the Proud Boys about being snitches because they were always just out there yeah. as snitches. Yeah. Like their whole organization is snitch based. Dude, They're like, oh, the we're pro cop felons. Last thing I remember was when Anonymous hacked the Chicago PD radios and played "fuck the police" and all the. That radios. was pretty dope. That was pretty remember, recently. Remember when Anonymous uh, hacked the uh, Mexican cartel emails and outed Asheville's uh, district yes. attorney yes. as being a coke dealing co-conspirator of the cartels? That was pretty dope. Alleged. No, no, convicted. No, he wasn't convicted. He wasn't convicted. He's, he's still out in the world, but it's 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 fact. I'm gonna go ahead and say not alleged. Well, is he the one that had the group home? His name is Ron Moore. Oh, Ron yeah. Moore, District Attorney Ron Moore. Never yeah. heard of him. Cocaine dealing District Attorney for over 12 years. And he in had group homes Asheville. here that he would like get people arrested and then have them in the group homes that he was making money off of. Mm, they move out of jail. Allegedly, and the... yeah, that sounds right. But he definitely that wasn't alleged. That I mean, yeah. that's like no. Honestly, it's a weird thing, but I, I, I saw group homes facts. Hashtag Dadam Strange. If you're not tagging it to him, if you're a good person, <laughs> have group homes is a decent business where you basically just buy a house, mm-hmm. you know, and then find an employee to be in there, and then the government basically pays most of it, and you give people a place to live that need one. But most people that do it are dicks, and they're squeezing every penny out and being assholes, well, if you're or the using DA them that's prosecuting as their the personal slaves. That are then going in there, and then they're selling coke in there. Mm-hmm. But basically, you and get to buy a house, and then the government pays the mortgage on it for the next twenty years, mm-hmm. and then eventually you fix it up and sell it once it's all paid for, and the government paid for the whole thing. It's just as businesses go, it's a good business to get into, but nobody does it because you would never think, oh, well, because you don't the have the it. cocaine to get out of the evidence lockers to provide to the people that you convicted and then released into the group homes to sell to the other drug addicts and people that you've convicted in those group homes. Most of us don't have access to that kind of thing, when allegedly. I, when I worked in the jail, that's what, they would talk about it all the time. And there was like no benefit to have created. I mean, they would give specific examples. That dudes yeah, that oh, you mean of District Attorney Ron Moore from Buncombe County. Specifically. 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 It was very specific, and it, it was, uh, you know, if anybody wants to Google search Ron Moore Coke dealing DA from Buncombe County, North Carolina, you can find a, a really in-depth article about it written in Forbes magazine. Now, I don't know if you consider that a reputable journal of opinion, but, uh, you know, if you do, there it is. And uh, Anonymous uh, is largely... Um, the group or individual who knows uh responsible for making that public information that that douchebag when i was on trial i'm sitting there like one of my second or third hearings and my lawyer leans over and is talking to ron moore and his fucking assistant da Mm. he's he's like chris s he straight up says just says hey you know my 
client didn't do any of this stuff, right? Like you, you have to know he didn't do any of this stuff. And they, 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 two of them talk for a second, and then Rob Moore looks at me. He's like, "Yeah, but I think I can prove he did." And basically, was like, "I don't care if he did it. I'm here for convictions. I don't give a fuck if that person was guilty or not guilty. It's a number." That I can notch onto a fu- fuck that motherfucker. Right, but I hope he gets cancer in his balls. And and that's that's like most of them. I don't usually really wish for that. But at the end of the day, is that that's that. why they are really bad at going to trial in Buncombe County, and also you know I'm sure that's like they lost that case. They did, hence uh, our co-host Adam Strange not guilty. Y'all got to film me. That's why we do a podcast here in my dining room, not. In you know, Buncombe County Jail, or well, I can, really, I can, or I can, any of the I bigger was, album, Albemarle Minimum Security Prison, or so I probably, I mean, number one, I would have got out like eight to nine years ago, but also I would have, um, yeah, but I would have got that work release, but but, but for sir, recording. I've been like, sir, they paid me started for the podcast. this podcast 12 years ago. So it's honestly more like 20 years ago now that I think about it. I don't even know when that happened. It was around the millennium, wasn't it? Just after it, or oh two, I would say. Wow. Yeah. So 19 years ago, and we started this podcast 12 years ago. So I don't know. Maybe we still would have started. I don't know. But uh, okay, boomer. All right. Well, you know what? I'd have been the only boomer fucking writing you letters to jail because you know what? Nobody writes letters to jail anymore except for you know who? This guy. Crazy lady. This guy. When's the last time you wrote a letter to jail? Very recently, and I'm not gonna say to who. I, I just, I just write. Oh, I said when. I just write letters to jails. Like, dear San Quentin, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself because you didn't catch me. Here's a dick pic, sir. A fucking Polaroid analog dick pic, sir. Dear Supermax, I stand by this. <laughs> Terre Haute, guess what? Here's more dick pics. <laughs> um, I kind of, I kind of want to do that now. But but yeah no <laughs> actually somebody in the front I've office it's like quite so gleeful. The, yeah just, the dick pic campaign just, can we start do, all right some secretary in the so, front it's like, what the fuck letters to jail dick pic campaign let's go ahead and just just let's mail, just start that. mail random guys in jail dick pics with no them. not not guys like send them like uh we do it like Shawshank Redemption to the like, warden uh, yeah like to the warden or like the the chief dickhead screw you know what I mean like you hate that guy you, know, you hate to see it the toughest asshole in this building <laughs> dear toughest asshole like, care of, like uh, Terre Haute Federal Prison care of the toughest screw <laughs> to ever walk a turn in Terre Haute Federal Prison here's my dick pic sir <laughs> signed Adam Strange allegedly <laughs> signed Ron Moore's balls enclosed is one fart <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. You, sir, are the hardest <laughs> screw to ever be a catch fart. Federally, allegedly. <laughs> the unifarter. I mail farts. I found a way to trap farts in a box and I the, mail them. The Puda bomber. <laughs> it's like, oh, this box is empty, but uh, it smells in here. Oh, it's, it appears to be empty, but it's chemical warfare, sir. I'm a fucking child. <laughs> All right. Um, but no, uh, who is really fun to watch going down in this whole muddying of the waters, the auditing process, is watching Rudy Giuliani just get abandoned by oh, yeah. the entire group. Fucking. Uh, and his son is running for office 
during all this. Yes, too. but did you see that they're both banned from fucking Fox News? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the My Pillow guy apparently he did get some commercials through now because in July he, in, on Fox he said he would never put a commercial on Fox again because they wouldn't take a cyber symposium commercial. So then they were like, he was like, okay, I'm sorry, I apologize. Here's some new commercials, and they'd be like, you'll buy a My Pillow. Oh yeah, by the way, Trump won. And they were like, nope, uh-uh, nope, sorry. We're not doing my pillow commercials that mention Trump. And he's like, okay, hold on, here's a couple more. And so, like, one had, like, you know, to save whatever, put in saving code, stop the steal. Yeah. Okay, so they're like, nope. And so apparently they finally, after all these months, have let one through again because they need the fucking money. Fox needs the money? Which is hilarious that it is still the highest rated cable show, which before you think that means anything... How many of you actually fucking watch cable TV no, and pay for cable? Now, yeah. I don't have cable TV, right. so I couldn't have the highest rated. You know, I couldn't watch. I don't watch them. I watch them on I YouTube. I could probably have it. But it's just fucking. If I posted this show on fucking Facebook. But know. they don't. All the ads they get now are the like, if you, I guess if you watch Fox now, you'll see a lot of more homemade style ads and more small companies and like, you know, lawsuit ads predominantly. And there's not as many like. Toyota Tundra ads and McDonald's ads as there used to be. Right, but hold on. Here's here's the whole thing. It's not that like Fox had any change of heart or any different stance oh, no, on money. anything. It's the fact that uh, because a big part of Dominions, which I think everybody knows, yeah. is the the multi-billion-dollar lawsuit against, again, but Fox from from the from the voting, the company that owns the voting machines, which is an on-record right-wing Republican corporation, and they're the ones who Giuliani and uh, what's her name, fucking Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. Uh, like went after slandering these people, which and this is really just evidence of like the snake swallowing its tail. But uh, that's who they were like. Oh, these fucking the, the voting machines were fucked up and they got hacked, or they were like corrupt and they were in on it. And like the whole stop the steal thing is predicated on the Dominion machines, which are a Republican right wing corporation. And that's who is suing Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Mike Lindell. And because it's a multi million dollar lawsuit, part of that is the fact that all three of those people were on Fox News espousing their ideals about this whole Stop the Steal campaign. And so Fox is basically possibly financially culpable for that. Oh, yeah, they definitely and, are. And they so they are. the only reason that they're banning these people from the airwaves is because it's it may cost them even more money than Fox is ready to pay. And when you think about those dollar well, amounts, well, Fox, that's fucking Fox crazy. Fox has assets. You know, Sydney Powell owns a house in, in Biltmore Forest here. But she, really? she doesn't have a billion dollars worth of assets. No. No, she was a big part of um. There was an article that came out about how Buncombe County recently redid their tax, like the, the tax assessment. Mm -hmm. So like everybody's houses kind of jumped up in value a lot. So everybody's paying more taxes. Mm -hmm. But it turned out, and it was like, here's a, a black man in Shiloh with a rundown house whose taxes just went up more than Sydney Powell's house in Biltmore Forest, who has three acres of land with her big mansion. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, and because that guy had enough yard in his 
in his thing that you could mm-hmm. have cut a part of his yard off and sold that mm-hmm. so that and if you have that in West Asheville mm-hmm. your, your values went up a lot because other people have done that so therefore your house is worth more because you can do that but Sydney Powell and Biltmore Forest you, they don't expect Biltmore Forest House to cut up their yard right. and sell them, so they didn't get any big tax increase. Because they're bougie-ass So the poor people, people yeah. got a big tax increase because our neighborhoods are hot and fucking gentrification has right, made... Right, because gentrification makes it worth more. So basically the shitty houses in the nice neighbor in, in the me- medium neighborhoods went up more than the nice houses in the nice neighborhoods did. Mm. And her house came a big part of that. But she doesn't have assets, and Fox News does. Fox News recently has been doing all this weird succession shit where, like... The Liam, one of the, the sons is running it, but he's been somehow like selling little bits of Fox, mm-hmm. like the entire catalog they sold to fucking Disney. You know, like mm-hmm. they've been selling all these pieces and then putting that money in different companies because they basically think that Fox is going to get destroyed by this lawsuit and they're grabbing as much loot as they can and locking it into other parts that can't be sued. Do you think so? They are, they definitely are. Well, they, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying lock them or whatever. Doing lock it. Them. Obviously, they're doing that. But I'm saying so lock. they feel like Fox is going down because that seems it's like a, gonna change. But I mean, if Bear Stearns can go down, fuck it, three, Fox can go down. The, both the sons sold their American residences and then bought houses in Australia again this year. <laughs> Like in the last like, four yeah, months. Who's, who's suing us over Well, they're here? like, if they're going to take my house, then I'm going to make it in a country where it's difficult to take it. Then I'm not going to let them take my, you know, if they have a house in America, the bank can just be like, yoink. Well, also, but what I love is that they're so scared of this lawsuit that not only is Giuliani banned from appearing. And here's how hardcore they banned him. These motherfuckers, Fox, think about this shit. Fox didn't let Giuliani appear on Fox. On nine of fucking eleven, on the twentieth anniversary of the thing he's famous for, of the, the thing, other thing besides the well, that essentially, and I want to say they're solely responsible, but like after the initial, uh, you know, afterglow of nine eleven, if you want to call it that, wore off. Uh, you know, Fox is the one who, like, for the last, you know, eighteen years or so. Have been like Giuliani, 9/11. Giuliani, hero of 9/11. America's you know, mayor. America's mayor. You know the ones who like really put him up on that pedestal. They're not even letting him on the air uh, on the 20th fucking anniversary. But not only that, as you said, his son is running for uh, what governor of yeah. New York State. And they wouldn't even let his fucking son come on either. They're like, yo, if you are someone who is even tangentially fucking related to this prick and might say something that might drag us back in to be fucking inflicted like shrapneled into like by this Dominion suit, then... No, fuck off. Get out of here. So that would lead me to believe that you are correct, that uh, that they are definitely running for the hills. Except yeah. for, I don't know, the fuck they let Tucker Carlson say wild shit. Not about Dominion. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. That's and they true. actually back backtrack half the shit he says, you know. Like they backtrack re- some of Tucker Carlson shit? Well, they, they had like three times recently where he was saying that the white people are being replaced. And then, no, no, he's and big on white replacement theory. ACLU comes out and defamation league like, hey, um, please don't talk about replacement theory. That's straight up hate language. And they're like, he didn't say replacement theory. He said we're being replaced. That's totally different. And then this week he came out and he was no, like, not. what I meant by that was replacement theory. 
You know, like he, oh. he doubled down and was like, I saw that Fox wrote a letter. Let me just make sure that everybody understands that I'm a racist turd. But do you think that there's any actual family. conflict there or that that's just the sleight of hand bullshit? I feel like that's probably the sleight of hand bullshit, but if they are actually running for the hills. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing. Like, Fox is, is still profiting, but not incredibly. And right now, they're like just free floating and do not know what they're going to be. The Republican Party in general, like, Giuliani's a great example, where like the Republican Party is like, nope, nope, embarrassing. And it's not for any other reason besides he's fucking embarrassing. He makes them look stupid. No, he's. You know, they want. They He's want Madison Cawthorn out there fucking saying something stupid. Do they know? Yeah. Yes. You think they do? And then what's their name? The one from Colorado just put out a bunch of um, stuff that said, Imeach Biden. <laughs> she had shit printed and then tweeted some shit where she forgot to pee. And Wait, and he got printed? I think it's Bobert. Is that her, the, the oh, Colorado yeah, yeah. I know, one? I know the name Bobert. I don't know the She's first name. She's getting in lots of trouble for definitely, money Definitely, I don't know how that's not like... Uh, like a uh, uh, fucking fat-free gelato. Definitely Bobert sounds like, you know what I mean? Like a, I'd like to recount North Carolina. The second we had the election, I was like, nah, let's, I want to I want to see a recount. Like, I don't trust a lot of the counties here. Oh, you want to edit? I think in Madison. Or audit? I, can see, I keep saying edit. Somewhere in Madison County, there's just a whole bunch of Democratic mail-in votes just floating down a creek somewhere. Because fucking Madison Cawthorn beat a vet. You, you know, wait, like but ten fucking right. But he masquerades as a vet merely by know, being in I a know, wheelchair. But, every, but people knew. Everybody knew. They knew. I don't here, know. Here, I, I don't know. Maybe did they? I don't know. I didn't know I until know. you told me live here on the air. <laughs> fucking worst case scenario. And recently, Not live by the way. Uh, I hate that. It Ash- was live to me. There's a website, Asheville Blade. That's where I live. Piece of shit. I shouldn't have. <laughs> I shouldn't even say their name. But this website in town, where a guy that used to be in the news makes up stories. But this one story recently came out that right after um, George Floyd started up, Asheville PD hired a like a press group. I don't I don't know that that's the way you say that. I, okay. Thank you. It's like George Floyd didn't so much start up. Well, after that, after this this that summer of unrest, when that happened and Asheville started having protests a lot, the police hired a PR group to start putting out press releases for them to make them people more sympathetic to them. So if you've noticed in the last six months that whenever you look at Asheville News, you'll see a shooting, shooting, police shooting. They're shooting. Police respond to guns, shots fire, shootings. Whenever a gun goes off, regardless of how or what, there was a shooting that night. Did you see the other day that um, and they, a guy robbed a bank? Yes. And Asheville Police Department didn't make it. And that <laughs> this the thing is they only go after black crimes. This, this PR group, if it's a white guy robbing a bank, you'll see it in Greenville Press. Like they don't they don't make a press release here. But the, once people started realizing they didn't that the police don't do shit here, like they had to fight back and they hired someone to make our crime look worse than it is. While the travel people here and the tourism authority are like spending lots of money in the other direction to put out stories being like, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. You know, and that's a thing recently. So basically they, they put out, I forget the number is, you know, black people make up 11 to 14 percent of Asheville's population. But of police re- press re- releases that every black crime gets a press release definitely and so 90 percent of their press releases deal with a black crime or a crime in a black neighborhood whereas less than half the crimes are black crimes in black neighborhoods but we don't they don't advertise white crime for some reason like they don't call the citizen times and say hey this white guy did this shit but if a black guy did it that same night they would tell the citizen times that the black guy made a crime and they've been basically going out of their way to push the narrative that there's an uptick here in black crime because we're not we're hippies that don't want to pay the police 
and that the black people are going to take over the town soon if we don't get some money towards these police. I have noticed that in uh, that that's the vibe in like, the, in the like, ABC store. And just just what's that? Did you see an ABC store here closed down because they couldn't get enough staff? Yes, yeah, I did. Because of the Great Resignation, right? But also, don't we think that these two things are connected? That like they're like, oh, Black Lives Matter, they're defunding the police, and we they can't protect you from crimes anymore. And now I can't work at the ABC store. I felt excited for the guy that robbed the bank. <laughs> And that they were just like, he got away with an unknown amount of cash and nobody came for him. And oh, he got caught the next day, though. Oh, he did? Yeah, they got him the next day. Oh, I was so happy for okay, him. Because when I saw him, he hadn't been caught when yet. You rob a bank. I definitely assumed he had. I thought he was like right. scot free, and I was like, yeah, man. But like, again, like this whole notion of all of this is like a masquerade for the fact that like the police here have been in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, separate and apart from the fact that we have had, or that we had for 12 years, a coke dealing on record district attorney. And um, with a, gamble, a gambling squad fucking sheriff who the had- sher- The county know. sheriff's convicted uh, blackmailing extortionist uh, gambling syndicate sheriff. Uh, separate and apart from both of those things. That the, the diaper parties. And that's Woodfin. Open it air. is still Buncombe County. You are correct. A, a 12 years of open air crack market. Yeah, but, uh, next and again, to the but, police but that's, station. But that's right. Next to the police station. That is true. But separate and apart from all those things, that the Asheville Police Department is so fucking wildly inept that there was literally a guy that fucking robbed the bank uh, 10 or 15 years ago and got away on a 10 speed bike. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, that was the stuff of I would what I, I would normally say of myth and legend except that it was fucking real. It he was, was like in Baby the Rider. Citizen Times. He just got away on a 10 speed bike. You know, it's not like the cops didn't also have bicycle technology yeah. horses. or motorcycles horses and fucking automobiles and, and the paddy wagons oh yeah segway <laughs> segways yeah they had every style of vehicle known to man and apparently let a dude and it's not some obscure bank it was the fucking wachovia which is now the wells fargo right downtown just uh, uh, maybe uh, two blocks from the fucking Vance Monument, which is literally the heart of downtown tourist Asheville. And a guy walked in there, robbed the bank, and got away on a 10-speed bike. And this is not an isolated incident. So the part where uh, once, like you said, the uprisings after George Floyd happened all over the country, and everybody was like, defund the police. And the cops started resigning en masse because they may on some slightly greater level be held accountable for the abuses they've been involved in for their wild ineptitude or like we're just gonna stop showing up for fucking robberies car thefts assaults because yeah you were fucking solving those crimes anyway Columbo. well see that, that's, that's the thing is like 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 you know first off it was all these stories started coming out from like Johnson City and Knoxville and it'd be like some Republican guy writing an op-ed that was like those idiots over in Asheville. Mm. Hey, look, they defunded the police and now all the police quit because of it and the police quit because nobody likes them 
and now they're overrun by crime. It but, is but they fair didn't that I don't like them. But here's the thing. You know who else quit? Every fucking body in every fucking thing. It wasn't, I didn't see an article like, oh, the dishwashers. Everybody was protesting the dishwashers, so they all quit. Everybody was protesting the lifeguards, so the, all the lifeguards quit, because we had a lifeguard shortage. We didn't have enough lifeguards to have all our pools in Asheville open. I, I, I did ex- vote to defund the lifeguards, which is the exact, but that's just because you know, I, I believe that it should always be adults. That's swim. the thing, is that police didn't just leave because... Just because they were being protested, people have been protesting right, cops since also, they've been on, cops. And on. like, th- if they were getting paid more, if they were, if you know, th- there's a million reasons they quit that weren't just that, and everybody quit across. No, no, no. People at my job were quitting around that same on. time. The Police N- Department only... was making national news for the really fucked up things that they were doing. Yeah, but and so were fucking Milwaukee and Portland. Right, but also, know, can, wait, can we, can we, at just that put time, a really important parenthetical here. There was protests in Asheville saying defund the police, but in no way, they never did. In no way were the Asheville or Buncombe County sheriffs uh, ever defunded. And uh, that's the big thing. They're like, oh, yeah, we're fucking quitting because defund the police. And it's like, you weren't defunded. You didn't take a pay cut, nor did. It. First of all, that's also not what that slogan means. I do agree. It's a shitty, stupid slogan. Yeah. Um, and. If you explain it to people, it's like, oh, yeah. Actually, police are some of the people that would actually benefit the most from the plans involved in that. But the idea that these pigs stone a fucking tantrum quit their jobs because they were defunded, that never happened. That's entire up and down bullshit. And they were not all the crimes. They're like, we're not going to fucking show up and solve these anymore. They were never solving those crimes in the first place. No, no. Unless they did it by mistake. I like, once... If they catch somebody, like a thief, they'll be like, we were pulling this guy over because his car smelled like weed, and then we found out that he's been stealing all those chainsaws. Like, it's never they track down a criminal. Well, here. remember when the person or the people put the coffin filled with manure outside the APD? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was pretty recent. I mean, I think that yeah, was part of it. Was... I think a lot of it was that, like, despite all the aspects of Asheville that are fucked up, like, it's still got that, like, you know, big, small town trying to be a, a big little city, city yeah, kind yeah. of place. And, like, they, I think that there's a lot of people on there that did give a fuck at the reputation that was starting to happen. Hey. And the other people around them that know them in cursory ways, like, you know, do you think Wait, that guy so, well, had, okay, had so, a coffin and a whole bunch of shit, or he had the idea first? Like, fi- like somebody somewhere was like, you know what we need? Like, finally, we're gonna find a coffin and we're gonna find some shit. Or somebody was like, dude, you know that coffin out back that <laughs> I filled with shit a couple months ago? <laughs> or like, I know where we could deliver it. Listen, you remember when we thought my dad was dying? Right after we were gonna plant all those crops, and then neither one of those things happened. And we've been looking for a way. Well, guess what? I don't. Think I think it's like chocolate meets peanut butter. I don't think that butter. accent was at the protest. <laughs> no, because this is the thing. The, like, and you, if, you remember that art project anyone, I made shaped like a coffin? Any, no, I totally do. Anyone? I think that's a much. You remember more that huge depiction. dump I took last week? No, Dude. Normally, <laughs> I would. I'll do that. Normally, I would agree with both of you, but and no, you feel wouldn't. free. No. My kumbacha gave me the run. Not on this show. Not on this show. You're right. But in this particular point, normally I would agree with both of you. But hear me out. We have all lived in this town long enough to know that no one puts in as much labor for a joke, like a physical comedy situation that doesn't pay off 
harder than like that's the heart of a redneck choke. Like, dude, I'm gonna put 400 pounds of manure in a fucking coffin. Then I'm gonna blame Antifa for it. it I'm gonna write Antifa on it, and they're gonna think Antifa did it. Like, dude, that'll get them. It's gonna be so fucking like that's the heart of a redneck choke right there. It's like to put ton. Yeah, hold my beer is here's tons of physical labor into a joke that's actually well, we know not going to we, we know they probably had a truck. Well, how did they do it? It was inside, like, the corridor. They, it was like, it, was it? I thought it was, no, well, I thought it was outside. are designed out to be carried by it. So if they had, like, as long as they had four, six of them, you know, three on each side, they just run, run, there, run, run, like, run. Without cameras being all over, it's a fucking police station. Well, when masks, you're, COVID, actually, we were all, everybody was wearing masks. No, when you're, uh, They still would have shown yeah. pictures of the people. No, but when you're, w- when you're white, they can't see you on security cameras. It's like being a vampire. So it was clearly white people. Whether it was Antifa or just some silly redneck joke. I, I, I never questioned it was white people. I kind of always Oh, no, it's definitely it white, white people. people. Either way, it's white never. people. <laughs> Either way, it's white people. Oh, God. I do not have the time. <laughs> Fill a box full of shit. I just like that. It's, it's summer. You know, you're like that composting toilet you made last summer. It's totally shaped like a coffin. I get this idea. <laughs> I love it because it just had no... Real impact, or Mm-mm. or like even what's the symbolism exactly? No, I think other most than like, like a what? flaming bag of poo they, on your front, they, you know, stoop yeah. and you saying, ring the doorbell. Are I we mean, saying we're gonna kill the cops, like, or well, that they're killing people and it's bullshit? I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Poop, I kept being like, coffin. Am I not? It's uh, somebody was drunk. That's pretty much what happened. Like, I got an idea. Which again goes More than one. goes to my yes, uh, yeah. redneck joke. No, no, you had you needed two really strong guys. You needed team. You needed poop bearers. You know what I mean? Like you had to. You needed at least six people to carry like several hundred pounds of shit in a coffin, who were also all drunk and bold enough to drop it either out front of the police station or in the corridor. I mean, the picture I saw was in the corridor for sure, and I'm not really sure why they would have moved it in, like, to pose it for a photo. With the fact that all the police quit and there weren't any police in Asheville anymore, I guess it was easy to just march it right in. But they quit after that. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. Oh. (laughs) I was like, but I think that was a part of it. I feel like for a lot of them, it was that vibe that they were getting is that, like, sure, they're dicks, they're cops, whatever. I still think a lot of them had that kind of small-town mentality, and the minute it was sort of, like, the reality of the town turning against them and it becoming national news, they were like, fuck it. I don't think it's necessarily defund the police. Like, I'm not going to get paid my monster, whatever, $28,000 a year salary or whatever. <laughs> their you know? monster 28. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, you know. But seriously, I mean, I don't think they were like, oh, shit, we're being defunded. I think they were like, oh, fuck. Like, this isn't what I thought yeah. it was going to be. I got a yeah. whole fucking town that hates me. I got, you know, we're on the fucking national news being, you know. Right, but, do you, like, but I'm right. in the South. I they're supposed they to like love me. I don't think they were like hardcore, passionate, and committed yeah. dudes that were like, no, I'm out here. And women, I'm sorry. I, I, that are like out here just being like, this is what I'm going to fucking do and right, I'm about but, it. They're just kind of like, you know. Right, but, but do you think it was that casual or do you think that the writing was on the wall because of how abusive... And, and it is not in any way unique to Asheville, but I think all of us have either witnessed or experienced personally how physically and just in every way abusive these cops can be, which is standard procedure for cops. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like that, do you not think, cause my impression, uh, like the bottom line for it to me was that 
uh, they were like, oh, wait, there's going to be a spotlight on my behavior or a possible spotlight on my behavior. That's what I'm saying. And that's what they fucking quit over. Yeah. It was like, okay, I thought you were saying that, like, oh, I thought this was going to be an easy job. But no, I, but I no, that they, they're, they thought it came with a certain amount of, you know, clout or power or control or whatever. Right. Yeah. And that like all of a sudden when everybody's turning against that, you know what I mean? And they don't suddenly feel like they have that power anymore. Right. They were just like, whoa, fuck this. And especially the low pay yeah. thing is the situation Absolutely. about it. Like you think that like I'm not advocating for it. What, well, mainly six like months training? they should be paid better and they should mm-hmm. have good benefits. Like, like their job is, is longer. They require a college degree. And that's the thing. And I'm talking also about. have uh, less responsibility, which, mind you, everything that we just said here was what defund the police means. Yeah. So exactly. like is as much as like we are shitting on the douchebags that currently do the job and that have and that quit the job because of it, you know, as we know, and I, I, I don't need to reiterate this, but like the idea is that like fucking Karens call the cops for too much bullshit that cops aren't really supposed to do and they're not fucking trained to do. And like, yo, they're not supposed to get kittens out of trees. They're not supposed to deal with the mentally ill or people that this is really not a violent situation. It's a fucking social situation. So social workers and so on, it, not a group of armed goons are supposed to deal with this. And so as much as it's fucked up that the armed goons deal with the shit, how they deal with it. They were trained to be fucking armed goons. So only call them in cases where armed goons would be appropriate. But that's the thing is there is nobody else to call. And there's not going to be because there's not... Like, if we can't have money for healthcare, we don't have money for fucking helping the poor that are having troubles. There are people trained for that. No, I know. Uh, One of them is sitting here. I'm just saying they're not going to pay that to make... What I offered to do it the other night for free... Just because I sort of felt badly for them and saw such an overreaction of APD with so many different cars. Well, hold on. Ex- explain the situation. I am. Sorry. There's so many different cars <laughs> at a particular bar, and they're blocking in all these people's cars and all of it about one specific person um, who is, I would say, clearly mentally ill. I mean, I wouldn't diagnose the person. Um, but is but it's it, but it's a it's local a frequent street flyer. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean that we Someone see around, see around the lot. We've seen them for years, her for years, bugging out. Um, and this response of the police department was so dramatic, and so I just witnessed it for a little while. I mean, there wasn't any kind of physical altercation happening, but it was so many officers surrounding this very one individual who isn't fighting or anything but just appears very confused and overwhelmed and my heart just really went out to them and also just kind of like i don't know if these cops really know if they feel comfortable talking like they don't seem like they know what they're doing and this is creating this bizarrely dramatic circumstance you know at a bar where they're blocking everyone in and all this time's going by and so finally i just went up and i was like hey you know i'm a social worker is there anything i can do can i just help can i just talk to this person because you know, I don't have myriad skills, but one that I have, I think, is de-escalation and just being able to chill with people and make them feel comfortable and whatever, and we can figure out whatever needs to happen and it's going to be fine. And obviously, the police were not receptive. Well, I mean, offer. you wouldn't think they could, because like, if she was to stab you, it's their fault. 
you know, they, if they let you walk over to her, little things like that. Or like, they don't know that you don't hate that chick and you're just trying to get over there so you can stab her. You right. Know, like, absolutely. But that's, that's, they don't, if they don't know you, well, they I identified where I work and since yeah, but, I work for the same agency. No, but not, but not only are. that, but, but I could say those things, but probably, this, no, but this know. is, but right. But this is exactly they why I stopped and been like, Oh really? And had a conversation with me. It was right. instead like a really, you know, no, it's always going to harsh. And right, I knew yeah, that, right. but okay. I just kind of wanted to prove a point. But also this is, this is why what you're saying the confusion of that that's why defund the police is a shitty slogan because what it actually intends to do is take people with silvery plaids professional qualifications and not uh have her just be like oh i saw this happening when i was like at a bar and i was like whoa had to randomly run up on a situation people calling in something to this mentally ill person acting kooky outside of a bar or a grocery store or whatever it is it wouldn't be an armed goon force going up to deal with them with like she said like six cop cars like a dozen cops like all this shit surrounding this person and like making a mentally ill person feel like they're about to get shot which they might be you know what I mean instead either they would send social workers or cops would be uh, co-signed with social workers and maybe one or two social workers with one armed goon just in case or whatever and it just would be you wouldn't have to de-escalate it because it wouldn't escalate in the first place people that are professionally trained for situations such as this not just like oh shit she's going for a knife when it's like a a mentally ill trans person trying to pull up their high heel and it's like oh shit i feel threatened and they shoot a person you know what i mean like that's the whole point but that's we like, don't even pay our emts you know like there's no way it's just it's like number one defund the police was stupid it only gave the other side no, ammo from no, the beginning the they should have said stupid. the idea is brilliant no i'm saying rethink the police restructure right. the police hold them accountable would De- have been a much demilitarize better militarize the police you know but is also defund just made right no no we all agree that it's a bad slogan but in principle what it actually means like reallocate the police there's a, a million different ways that you would say it well, you know we have but a- at its heart the idea is not only fucking brilliant for society it benefits no one more than it benefits cops some our local one of our local state house douchebags for the local you know for north carolina passed a law that said that any county or city in north carolina that takes every dollar they take away from the police compared to a previous budget they will lose times 10 of that from the state and you know like all a lot of a lot of our tax money here goes to the mm-hmm. state and then comes back to us but so basically we're not allowed to give our police department less than we gave them in previous years or we lose our own money that we're we're owed because of the law that got passed in north carolina and i know Asheville's thing is they're trying to add more departments to the police department in that way of making a social arm that aren't armed police That'll be in the police right. department. Right, and so that's defund the police. That's I like this is. idea, too, of, like, making a jury duty where, like, basically a citizens on patrol kind of idea where, like, regular people ride along and hang out at the police station. You get jury duty, and you're going to get a paycheck for a couple of days to just go fucking hang out there and be a regular person watching. So there's always a normal around. 
to the first police, never all, have a moment. What the fuck are you even talking about? Like, yeah. do you know a motherfucker that's cool in even the least little way? That's like, yeah, I could be at the Haywood Country Club right now, but. I'm doing a ride along. I'm doing a ride along, bro. Are they going to let me fucking drink cocktails and be like, bro, chill. Hold on. Hit this vape pen, officer dickhead. Probably. Don't do that. Like, no, because the officer doesn't want you in his car because he could be sniffing coke. He'd be like, look, we got to pick up this gambling money, man. So you just go ahead and get high in the back. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't find. I think that. the funny thing here too is like we don't have enough policemen. There's not enough police working anymore. But if one black guy gets pulled over, there's all of a sudden six cop cars there. Yeah, or apparently a mentally ill trans person. Yeah, you know what I mean. And or me shooting a BB gun off my front. Porch. That is that too. That <laughs> too. That too. All right, y'all want to end on BB guns? Well, real quick, I definitely want to bring up the, um, and it's just funny because at work, every now and then we'll get these pallets that are like closed pallets, which are basically like a big wooden box. And mm-hmm. we just kind of throw them outside of the building. And we constantly joke like, Asheville will be like 1000 a month, you know. But in New York City, an Airbnb ring just got busted who had basically had 12 conversion vans. They had just randomly parked across New York in random places and had them on Airbnb for 100 a night being like hashtag van life. And glamping, because somehow it's glamping to wow. sleep in a conversion van. It, it basically, it's it's a homeless experience. That's what homeless people no, do. No, no, I know. Is they sleep in their homeless. vans. I very much so. I had a jeep though. There were. I know. I found out the hard way that many places have laws against sleeping in your car. Oh yeah. Where you don't even know. You just wake up to knock, 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 knock. Hey, guess oh, yeah. what? We're arresting you. Oh like, yeah. Do you think Definitely I need to get arrested? I'm sleeping in the car. Yeah, you know. like seriously, dude. Or if you stayed there on Tuesday nights, they were like, "All right, you have to check outs at seven thirty a.m. because we got to move <laughs> across the street." <laughs> right, alternate side of the street parking. Yep, got to move across the street. I don't know. If, I don't know if, if you're not from like a major metropolitan area, you might not know about alternate side of the street parking. But yeah, like no, 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 you can you can be here tomorrow. But you gotta be over there. <laughs> I just thought it'd be hilarious to just make a bunch of. You gotta of, be ten feet over that way. Do a bunch of Airbnb listings that are like, you know, my bathroom. You will sleep in the in the bathtub. There is a pillow and a blanket in this bathtub. It's eighty five a night. Just make them and see you what happens. Sell it way better than that. No, no, fuck that. You're I mean, glamping. You're glamping in my today. bathtub. Apparently. Well, I don't want them to. I don't want anybody that would sleep in my bathtub to enter my house. You know, <laughs> just saying. Just like, I got a cardboard box out back, you just 75 waste, a night. You just want to waste time seeing if anyone's going to try to book yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then cancel. Maybe write some reviews. Because apparently the vans had a lot of reviews that were like, these are horrible, stinky vans. You know, like, this is a van. There were people outside talking all night long and cars going by. Mm-hmm. It's a van. It was also wet. Also glamping. That's... No, glamping means like you're not in a tent. I, I There's know like exactly a fan. what glamping I would is. think that apparently on... um. I guess it's State Street over here, like where we have a big old park that's kind of near the hood, as mm-hmm. it likes to be called. There's Wait, a um somebody that, by the city. It's not on State Street, but okay. Yeah, isn't that State Street down there? He means Amboy. Amboy. Okay, they're they're yeah. building a glamping hotel right there where somebody yeah. is building eight of these Let's, like A-frame yeah, cabins. Yeah. And, you, and you get to live right there on mm-hmm. Amboy Road and look mm-hmm. at the river yeah. You don't get overflowing. to live there. You get to stay there. Yeah, stay There's there. also an open air bar and an yeah. RV park. Yep. Yeah, it's right by where I live. I can see it. Yeah, I, I look. That's a good neighborhood. I like that neighborhood. It's, I love my neighborhood. I, I, I looked, know, I looked for houses back then. No, 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 I wanted to, to find one back okay, there. Adam Strange, but that hill. You loved yeah. the neighborhood because no, yeah. it's, it's now it's it's the ruiner. Uh, that's why I wanted to close on a high note. Fucking 
that. Now, man, that is. Now my whole night is ruined. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks, hashtag. That's how I do Adam it. That's strange. Now I'm going to fart. I've got to have a fucking better joke to close on. All right, we're closing on Trillion Dollar Coin. No, we're not. I heard about that. Printing the Trillion Dollar Coin, I'm about it. Money is bullshit, and so everybody should have some. You know, if money's not real, there's no reason for some people to have some and some not to. Is there a trillion dollar coin? Am I on the All right, so, yeah. It's how we can save the economy. All right, so, all right, we're going to keep this brief because we're we're minutes over. Mr. Burns, I think we can trust the president of Cuba. Yeah, and and this is essentially it because Biden... Is both Mr. Burns and Homer and the president of Cuba in this scenario? But you know the whole well, raise the debt ceiling. Da, 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 da. So the idea here is, and this is something that's been tossed around way before Biden. Yeah. It's just that Biden, as we know, is a fucking senile kook with malarkey teeth, well, and he needs and a threat that they could just get floated to the Republicans to be like, if you don't vote for what we yeah, want, but there's here's nothing, what we could do. The only thing more hollow than a Biden threat is his own fucking teeth. Okay? Oh, he'll do it. He won't do shit. Biden isn't doing shit, and he's hot garbage. Um, he's deporting and Haitian migrants. Probably. Yeah, yeah. No, he's deporting what eighty six Haitian migrants while importing. Uh, it well deserved. I thought they were. Re- I thought he was replacing us. 86? No, like basically there was just a whole thing. Ah, goddamn, you guys just kind of ruined my joke. But uh, yeah. Anyway, fucking Biden's full of shit. He's hot garbage and uh, he sucks. And the only reason, as we all know, that any of us voted for him was just to get the fucking orangutan out of office. Uh, point being. Fucking, there is in theory a way. You know how fucking uh, Republicans, when they're out of power, were like, we refuse to raise the debt ceiling, which is not actually creating more debt. It's just to raise the debt ceiling means that you are paying the debt that you've already incurred. Um, And it's just all a bluff scenario. But uh, apparently for the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, somebody figured out that because uh, the sitting president can actually issue commemorative currency. You know, we've all seen the infomercial. Like, do you want like a $10, 9-11, half dollar coin or whatever? You know, whatever it is. But uh, then you can buy this issued by the Franklin Mint and all this shit. Um, apparently, there is no limit on... <laughs> the price of commemorative coins, the value but of this, a commemorative coin. But it's coin. not commemorative. This is a re- this would be no, a no, real no. American coin. No, no, no. It's just it's the same yeah. principle yeah. that you would issue this coin, but it would be worth a trillion dollars, and he wouldn't sell it to anyone. It would then be put into the Federal Reserve or Fort Knox, per and se. right. But it would then therefore make the debt ceiling go up a trillion dollars so therefore we could pay off the debts our, that we have already our collateral incurred. would go up a trillion dollars like right. you know whatever our bank is but that's the thing is that american money is not based on anything of actual value or realism it's just this idea and no, for it's the a, last it's a simpsons episode three to this four entire years, country we've been just printing it fucking simpsons and we've and we've been printing it hardcore and they thought it was supposed to make inflation happen but it it's not. It keeps making people think inflation's coming, so they keep doing things that make it seem like it's inflating, but it's not. And so somebody in the background's like, you know, 
this money thing doesn't even fucking matter. We can just make all we want and just give everybody money. And the Republicans are like, no, 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 no. That's we use money to differentiate us from people we don't like. You know, we can't just give everybody money. And that's part of it. Like, there's definitely like using it to pay for social causes. But right now he's using it for the Republicans to be like, I will give myself so much financial power if you don't just okay that and sign this little thing. No, but he's not. He's not going to do it. No, he's a bumbling old man who uh, gets cut off his speeches and no one talks about it and Kamala Harris or him have not come out I haven't seen Kamala Harris on television since she got in office she like, just did come did out she? make a statement did about, she? But, uh, about what? she was on the view about, about the Haitians? on the view on Friday I know it because two of the view members got the COVID that day and they had to take him off the air before she came is out is that how she got on there? she was like yo Sonny Hostins is out of here yo <laughs> like, I'm not sitting next to, to her. She looked too good. It's Kamala's Put me next to Whoopi and Joy. Wait, so, Silvery, tell me more. I mean, she just came out and denounced the, the treatment of the... Of the Haitians? Of the refugees that were there, but I, I don't know Of the how, Haitian refugees? Yes. They were predominantly Haitians. Right, but denounced it in what way? The treatment of that, like the things that we all saw in the images of them. I think we talked about it last week. Nice we to not? meet you, Kamala. Um... Well, but I mean, I'm they're sure. Gone. I mean, I'm sure she has total control. I'm sure she has total control over every Texan down airplanes. there that works in Texas on the border. No, they she has. Them on airplanes. She has the ability to show her fucking face and say something. She did. That's what you just said. Just now, that's yeah. been going on a while. Yeah. Yes, but it was a few days ago. You know what I'm signing out. I don't understand how. Me. Like, if you look at a map, those cats <laughs> went a long way. You like, you know, like. They didn't come from Haiti. They've been living in South America, most of them. Ah, they all and just there was this all like, at once came. Yeah, it was like a confused rumor that was said that like See, if they came now, that the United States was gonna pro- like provide asylum to anyone that arrived. Like you know how those things can happen, like in groups. Of people, yeah, they're right? like and the so, caravans that I entirely thought were 100 percent right. orchestrated by right wing methods because yeah. they don't serve the left in any way, but. An, a rumor down there telling them times to go. Biden's going to let you through. Would, Time to go, right? Because horrible. that was the idea. That was a big message that was put out when Trump was president. We had like the we we well we still have yeah. many children in cages, um, and so there was some rumor that got spread. But they were really living in different South American countries, like a lot of different countries. Yeah. And then they came and one. That, that was know. my first thought when I saw it. I, I thought they came from Haiti, but I, my thought was that like, Mm-mm. wouldn't you find somewhere in Mexico that's nicer than under a bridge in they, Texas? They, yeah, they weren't. Even you think in there's Mexico, somewhere in Mexico you'd be like, them. This a lot of do. them were like in Chile and like Argentina. Some of the people I saw interviewed, they were in like different countries and all came together at this time, believing that they would get asylum and that they wanted to explain what had happened, you know, yeah. in the country that they were from. And, I mean, it's taught, I think, a lot of us that are interested, a whole lot of history that we probably didn't know about. Oh, yeah. Um, no, yeah, understanding sure. the context of, you know, where these people were coming from and just how horrifying the situation is over there. But they're gone. And, you know, I think what we all saw in the images and stuff was so horrifying, horrifying. and so blatant. And just, you know, and then I saw people arguing about... Um, the idea of posting the images and whether that's like okay to do or it's not okay to do and i think it's really complicated you know like suffering porn or whatever we want to call it traumatizing porn tragedy porn yeah. tragedy porn <laughs> whatever same thing but like 
but also the need to see it with your own eyes because we are humans and i had that conversation about the the murder of george floyd like when we were all talking about like oh it was all this you know these reasons these reasons i'm like i think that when human beings see something with their own eyes it really shifts your comprehension other than it's something that i heard we're so lost in a world of like there is no real news there's no true news you know we don't know if what we're seeing is even real is it this is it this so that those moments that you're actually literally witnessing something with your own eyes even if it's on like a phone or a camera it just changes the nature of it so i think that if you use it in the correct way with the correct intention and you offer something for the person witnessing it to do that's like a literal thing that they can participate in to change it then you're gonna get a lot more people on board with it you know? yeah makes sense anyways she See, did come I, out and say something about it. i have no idea what the haiti government is right now i don't know who's in control of haiti is it somebody that worked for the last guy that got shot is it somebody new is it the old vice president i know there was talk on the on, in the news when the guy first got killed, but it's gone now. It's, and now it's any talk fast. of Haiti is about the Haitians and the Haiti airport, but not or even the investigation. What's going on in Haiti? Of the assassination, all of it. You know, like is our yeah. That's this is crazy because you, you got to know like if there's a bunch of migrants living under a bridge somewhere, they ain't got ID. None of them. Like, I could say very few thousands. of them are going to have actual ID to even prove they're from Haiti or not from Haiti. You know, and I'm sure they some people joined on the way that weren't from Haiti. You know, they were like, fuck it, a bunch of black people walking, let's go, you know, and just joined in too. Yeah, yeah I think there was a mix of people, but. I didn't know Panama. I just saw this big thing about reggaeton's history and that Panama has like one of the most mixed, that where we're going now? one of the most mixed populations in the world. And that, that that's just part of Panama City is that there's going to be people of all races are just part of every scene. Even in the lowest part of the ghetto, there's going to be white Irish people who have been, you know, Panamanian for generations and that people of the whole world just kept getting dumped in Panama to go work on shit and just stayed there and had kids. Yeah, the that, canal, that's so true. therefore they, they make these weird musics that are like country music with Spanish lyrics or reggae music with Spanish, you know, like they I basically. I think Irish people make country music with Spanish lyrics. Well, there's tons of country. Mexicans are very into country. There's a lot of Mexicans yeah, down there with a cowboy hat and a flannel shirt talking about yeehaw. Yeah. Mexican All cowboys. Right. It's huge. You're doing the wrap up. So we're good. Oh yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it. No, you're doing it. You don't know how to do it? <laughs> good night I'm like and good luck. All right. On behalf Stay classy, of uh, my classy San Diegans. Uh, City by the Bay. The heart, the beating heart and soul of the worst case scenario, Orshanats. Silvery Plath. A.K.A. Delta 8 Burke, A.K.A. Troy Headacheman. <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, Alicia Silverstone, Yoni Berra, Woko Ono, and uh, my man, uh, the, the Tunnel Rabbit Hole, Adam Strange, A.K.A. Infidel Castro, The Vice Count, Dirty Finger. I am your host, Falio Iglesias. Matthew McConaughey Wood, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Boulevard Thunder God, Punani DeFranco, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie, the Archduke, Depeche Mode, Von Balloons. You have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, because two wrongs don't make it right, but three wrongs definitely make it worst. <laughs>